The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Welcome to the Marine and the Hippie, season two dialogue for obviously I am the hippie, not sounding like a hippie today, but maybe I will come come off as one eventually. And we're talking today about Joe Rogan versus Neil Young in MMA ethics. So today we're talking about um, people's choice to make a stand against Spotify and the voice of Joe Rogan based on his opinions and his and, and, and what he's doing and, and how that connects to censorship and how that connects to ethics. And I see it as a lot of people have decided to get off of the platform of Spotify, allowing the stock to tank a little bit, losing billions of dollars for the stock and making Spotify, or I, I would assume having Spotify people at the top have to make a choice between Joe Rogan and a lot of these other, a lot of these musicians who are now pulling their music off of Spotify, including people like Joni Mitchell, Joni Mitchell and Dolly Parton. So it becomes a question of, well, to me, it becomes a question of lies versus the truth. And should Joe Rogan be allowed to sell as a product on his show lies? And I say, I don't know, but if he is, it needs to come with a warning that says it's a lie. Or we need to censor him. Oh, no, censor. Oh, no, censor. Oh, no, censor. But really, we censor things all the time. We, on on cigarette packs in my lifetime, they've gone from, you know, saying nothing to saying smoking may kill to saying smoking kills and you're not even allowed to put a picture or really advertise this is censorship should should a heroin dealer or a crack dealer be allowed to put up on a billboard as a collective heroin and crack not as bad as alcohol not as bad as nicotine because that we are also censoring those actions so that's kind of what we're talking about today and i'm sure that my fellow host the marine has something to say all right, from my perspective, the whole Joe Rogan thing is a performance at best. Now, I don't doubt that Neil Young is sincere in his beliefs. I believe that I read something that he gets something like 40% of his revenue from streams from Spotify. So it actually costs him a little bit of money to pull his songs off of Spotify. I get that. He's taking the, the cost of that and he's going with it. That's fine. And it's his, his right to not host his music on Spotify uh, and, and whatever in protest of Mr. Rogan. The problem I have is with the performance of all of the people who never heard a song by neil young that wasn't keep on rocking in the free world before today i mean i believe that the median twitter user and the median spotify user were born well after neil young's heyday and so it's very possible that they don't know neil young except for he's taking a side in the culture wars and they feel that it's their duty to then go along and demonstrate how uh, how tuned in they are to this uh, whole argument and cancel Spotify or pull their Spotify, um, you know, subscriptions. You know, it's their right to cancel their Spotify as well. It is. The thing is, is that they're making this into this big, you know, performance political theater, like it's a big moral issue for them because they are so for, you know, correct information when they really don't give a shit about correct information because the society is awash in misinformation and they're finally just deciding to take a stand against Joe Rogan yesterday and today. And so I think I think that the protest is fake, number one. Number two, I don't really think it's going to do a whole lot of, uh, of good. And number three, I don't really know how this moves us to a more ethical society to cancel Joe Rogan. 
I don't really agree with Joe Rogan. I don't really care what Neil Young's political opinions are. He's an entertainer. He's not a politician or a political philosopher. I don't really care about that. What I care more about is that people who are interested in putting energy into a protest do something substantial that actually make a difference in the overall scheme of things rather than in just their you know, choice of platform that they listen to music on. Not often do uh, the doc and I disagree, but today I'm going to say I disagree because, well, I feel like we're hitting them where it hurts. We're hitting them in the pocketbook. We're hitting Wall Street back. We're getting at them because we're making the stock tank. And if the stock tanks, like at the beginning of last year, they made AMC rise to some crazy amount that it wasn't valued at. It's, it's showing that the collective action of a bunch of people against Wall Street, against the real enemy, are able to take action and cause some sort of difference. It might may be minor, as Doc is saying, but it's still causing a difference. It's still causing something within the system, within the framework to change and shift a little bit more than it has so in quite some time. Now, do I disagree that they're not doing enough? Yes, absolutely. But if this is the spark to start the fire, to get to get us going towards revolution, towards change, towards a better way, towards the fact that more people can have home ownership, can, can move towards better education, we can move towards socialized medicine or medical care for all. And that's the world that we're going to move, move towards. And it just started with the MMA fight between Joe Rogan and Neil Young and friends, then I'm all for it. So if you have a Spotify subscription, I would suggest thinking about, if not, canceling. We'll come back to you more with Marine and the Hippie, Season 2, Dialogue 4, MMA. You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the Hippie. From Turkey, and let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. Hey, welcome back to Marine and the Hippie. I am the Marine. This is Marine and the Hippie Dialogue number four of season two. We're talking about Joe Rogan and MMA ethics. Uh, And one thing that I feel the need to say in full disclosure is that one of the places that we are uh, hosted is at Spotify. And so if you're listening to us on Spotify, don't quite cancel your Spotify uh, your Spotify membership just yet until you find out what other ho- platforms we're also uh, sponsored on. So you can continue to listen to the Marine and the Hippie, even if you want to take a side in the Joe Rogan versus Neil Young beef. I mean, this is 2022. Who would believe we would ever say something like that? Neil Young versus Joe Rogan, you know, <laughs> they've got a, a legitimate beef going on. MMA style. It's like Mike Tyson versus, I don't know, what's this, what, uh, Paul. You know, it's coming. Yeah. It's like a dude who eats centipedes kicking an 80-year-old guy in the face. The one thing I wanted to uh, to mention here, and this is really important, and I, I don't think that Dylan uh, sees things. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. This is just basically what's based on, you know, how we've spoken is the definition of revolution is this. It is a fundamental and unalterable radical change in the way things are done. All right. That's what revolution is in a political sense. Uh, We can talk about revolution as a return to basic first principles. That's what it is from a scientific standpoint. And that's actually the origin of the word where we are revolving back to the beginning because we've gotten so far off track that we need to go back to the start, clean everything up and start over again. That's what a revolution actually is. That's what the word that's where the word came from. And so if we think of this in terms of, of a revolutionary act, 
How far back toward the beginning does changing from Spotify to Apple Music or to Amazon Music get our society? Does it? How far back toward basic first principles does putting a bunch of money into the stock market to pump up AMC, which is a dying brand, just because you don't like the fact that hedge fund people are selling it short and making a bunch of money, how far back to basic principles does reinforcing capitalism over and over and over get us? Well, I'm going to see if I can hit it from an angle that my brain's going. My brain's going to the word censorship and going back to time, going back in time to what is what is allowable or what is ethically kind of acceptable. So, yeah, I, I think that that's ultimately what this debate is about. This debate might not be as much of a capitalist debate as much as it is, is where is there a line? Where is that line between truth and lies? And does somebody who, who is in a position of power have any moral obligation to create a product that has some truth to it? So, you know, we have, we have a few followers. And if I'm saying, hey, man, we got to start a, a system in which we call the sky yellow. And I'm starting a website that the sky yellow. And you need to give me money to, to help support the sky being yellow. Well, Maybe people are going to do that. Maybe that's the moment and people are depositing money right now. That's great. I'm winning. But it's still a lie. The sky is blue. And do I have an ethical responsibility as somebody in a position of power to either say that I'm telling a non-truth, like, hey, come to the theater, watch, watch a unicorn cross the stage and say unicorns are not real. So we know this. Well, I would like to think that our our listeners are intelligent enough, Dylan, and I put my trust in the fact that our listeners are intelligent enough to look up at the sky and see, oh, no, the sky is blue. This guy's full of shit. I'm not going to listen to him anymore and just turn us off at that point, you know, and if if our listeners are too dumb to know that the sky is not yellow and actually decide to send you money, well, then in my opinion excuse me for saying, they deserve to be fleeced. That's basically where I'm at as far as that goes. Yeah, and I and I agree with you. I agree with you, but that's what's happening is we have we have we have developed a society in which too many people are willingly willing to be fleeced, are willing to be taken because of people like Joe Rogan, the voices of Joe Rogan and Jordan B. Peterson and Donald Trump and Matt Getz. All of these people have the same voice. It's, I'm going to tell you right now what you want to hear. I'm not going to tell you what you don't want to hear because, well, the truth hurts a lot more than a lie. Oh, you're looking great, but really you're not because, you know, your arm's broken. Um, and maybe we want to seek medical attention. But no, that's, we are in a society and a time in which the only ethical line is, is meeting the needs of the consumer or the, the voter or the populace to keep the Band-Aid on. So they're going to brunch, so they're buying Teslas, so they're eating vegan, so they're shopping at Whole Foods. So they're doing all of these things to think that they're doing better. But really, if we, if we pull it off, if we rip it off, they're doing worse because we've lost ethics. We've lost our moral responsibility. We've lost our moral code. And what we're doing by saying collectively either, hey, we're getting rid of Joe Rogan because he's spewing lies and we're getting rid of the, the, the muck that Jordan B. Peterson sells with the idea that we all need to be monsters. Either we're all monsters and I can take your crap. I can come into your house and take your computer and take your refrigerator and take your bicycle because I don't have one because I want it. 
or we have ethics and we have a moral responsibility to each other. And if we have a moral responsibility to each other, there is a line which says, I'm not going to put a picture up on on a billboard in, in the middle of New York City saying heroin is good. We should all do heroin or a picture of a of an 11 year old in lingerie selling, hey, your 11 year old should be seen as sexy. No, because they shouldn't because there is an ethical line. Dylan, you just made my point really, really well. And you might not know how you did it, but you did. Because basically what you're saying is that we need to rip the bandaid off. We need to stop pussyfooting around and claiming that the bullshit little protests that we do against Joe Rogan by canceling our Spotify subscription are enough. We need to stop letting them keep the bandaid on. We need to rip that bandaid off. And if the people themselves ain't willing to do it, we need to do it then. We people who are motivated for revolution need to actually go and rip that band-aid off and show people the festering wound that's underneath that band-aid, which is capitalism. And allowing them to just move their money to a different stock ticker symbol is not enough. It's not enough. So so go back to go back to CDs, go back to owning your music, and rip the band-aid off, and we'll come back to you with the Marina and the Hippie Season 2 Dialogue for MMA! After the break, thanks for listening. See you in a minute. Hey, this is Doc with Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Marine, and let me just say, make love, not war. Peace. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie. Season 2, Dialogue 4. MMA, Neil Young versus Joe Rogan. When we left break, we were talking about the Band-Aid, and this is all I got to say. If you are somebody who has just canceled your Spotify account, congratulations. Now, it's like you just pulled off that little bit on the Band-Aid when you were a kid, remember? And you had to pull it off, and it was like the big Band-Aid on your arm, and you were like really scared, and you got like that little tab up. Well, canceling Spotify is the tab. Now, my next suggestion is to rip, rip, rip it off and rip it off and feel better because now we can move towards great change and towards a better future by putting ethics back into, as Doc was saying before, kind of revolution. So going back to where do we need to go back to to get to a point to which we can move forward? Because right now we're going down the wrong road. Doc! It's not nearly enough to vote blue and then go back to brunch. It's not enough. And I think that it far too many people in our country have decided that doing these one little you know events is all they got in them. And that's all they're going to do today because that's all they can stand to do. And as Dylan says, we need to take the next step. And we need to take it soon. It's not nearly enough to cancel your Spotify. If you really have a problem with the way that Spotify does things by choosing profit over truth, which I will admit that's exactly what they're doing. They're choosing their profit over the truth because they're a business and that's what businesses do. They don't really care about ethics. They don't really care about morality. They only care about profits. And they'll continue to support Joe Rogan until it becomes unprofitable for them. So if you really care about choosing profit over truth, man, you got to take the next step and cancel capitalism, period. And you have to think about really what do you want to see and hear out in normal society? So if you're behind your closed door doing whatever you want to do, I don't give a crap. But I'm going to tell a story. And this story happened to me not in America. But I remember sitting at a coffee shop. I was waiting for my girlfriend to wake up at the time. This is about 10 years ago. And there's a guy sitting next to me. 
at another table and he's and and this is literally what he said to me he said i got a massage yesterday i was it was i was so disappointed because and this is like this big fat guy just morbidly obese and and he's angry at the fact that the massage parlor girl the day before didn't offer to jerk him off and i was really pissed off at that not because well I have any problem with being jerked off. I don't mind being jerked off. What I have a problem with is is having to have that conversation first thing in the morning with somebody who I don't know, as though that's normal, appropriate fucking conversation to a stranger. And if that's kind of the world that you want to look, you want to move towards, that's what's coming. Unless we go back and decide that, hey, maybe there's some things that we don't talk about to like strangers at the next table in a coffee shop, because I don't want to talk about that. So where is that line? And that line, I think, is is number one, let's get because he was truthful. So he wasn't spewing lies. He was telling me how he felt. But there is a line even with within truth and within lies of what we should be saying ethically around other people. And that's the line that seems to be like crossed and destroyed and beaten up on. You know, we I think we talked about this two weeks ago or maybe it was last week about the 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 person with the let's go brandon sticker you know that guy doesn't have a sticker that says fuck you joe biden it has a sticker that says let's go brandon so if a child asks the question it's censored that sticker is a form of censorship because it doesn't say the truth the truth is it says fuck you joe biden but ethically it's not a problem because if i'm a parent i can say oh yeah it's, it's just this thing to my kid and i can i can paint it however i want to paint it as the parent and some people might disagree with that, but that's my choice. But what we're doing is we're creating a society in which we just want what we want when we want it. I want to be able to walk outside and say, fuck you to my neighborhood. No, we shouldn't be allowed to do that. That wouldn't be fun. Then the next thing would be saying, okay, well, I want to be able to walk into my neighbor's house and just make coffee because I ran out of coffee. Is that right? No, because you wouldn't want me fucking walking into your house just to make coffee. You wouldn't want that, but that's where we're moving to. So if the question is whether or not people should censor uh, Joe Rogan, and I think that deplatforming is a form of censorship, I don't necessarily see it that way because I don't think that First Amendment protections really apply to platforms. Uh, the language in the Constitution is very clear in that it applies to the state uh, acting and creating laws that, that limit the speech of individuals, not anything about Spotify. There's nothing about, you know, even at that time, you know, the Boston Herald or whatever the newspaper was, the Philadelphia Tribune or whatever it was called, it had nothing to do with a private industry, private industry or corporation banning speech on its platform. There's nothing in there that says anything about deplatforming. So I don't think that that's censorship of Joe Rogan to basically kick him off the platform. What I what I have a problem with as far as this protest goes is the fact that I have a feeling that just like everything else in the society, we're going to call it a victory and then quit. And I really want the population to, to literally, for once, in 45 years of my life, take the next step and overthrow the MFs who are out there making profit off of Joe Rogan. I don't really care what Joe Rogan has to say. I really don't. It doesn't affect me at all. What affects me is the fact that people in Spotify are still making tons and tons of money off of selling lies. And they're going to continue to make money whether or not they kick Joe Rogan off anyway. So, you know, it, it's not enough to, to cancel your Spotify subscription. You got to go the next step. And if you're not willing to go the next step, then you're not a revolutionary and you might as well not even protest. So rip the Band-Aid off and open up your mind, open up your heart to find the truth. 
And the truth is much harder to take than lies. And that is the truth, unfortunately. So as Joe Rogan is out there saying what he says, pushing a narrative that gets him success, which is fine based on the measurements of the capitalist system. But is it ethical? Is it ethical for him to be out there saying, you know, the vaccines don't work and saying it as the truth? It's not ethical. Just we'll just put it like that. It's not at all ethical to lie. And it's not ethical to lie to millions of people who want to believe it's the truth. You know, like I mentioned, you know, people deserve they want to be fleeced. They shouldn't want to be fleeced. They should be more intelligent than that. And because they want to, that's an illegitimate desire. Unless you are measuring it only by capitalist and gains and power and voice. And then if we're only measuring it by that measure, then ethics doesn't exist. It just becomes, again, what I don't want, which is a dog-eat-dog world. Meaning, shoot first, take what you want, attack, 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 and there is no property. There is no anything. There is just the survival of the person who has the most. And guess what? Most of us have very little when it comes down to it. So rip the Band-Aid off. And I apologize for saying the F word so many times in the second part of the uh, show. And thank you for listening to The Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Hippie coming at you from Turkey in Season 2, Dialogue for MMA, Joe Rogan versus Neil Young. Signing off. Hey, this is Dylan with The Marine and The Hippie. I'm The Hippie. For more information on The Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter and listen to The Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on The Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.